Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. Today on the Alana Inquirer podcast, it's Alana women's basketball coach Shauna Green. In just one calendar year, Shauna Green has remade Illinois women's basketball from a cellar dweller, perpetual bottom feeder in the Big Ten, to all of a sudden they make the NCAA tournament. They finish top half in the Big Ten. But how do you follow that up? How do you continue that momentum? Well, you start landing recruits and Shauna Green has done that this offseason she lands two very high profile recruits uh, via the transfer portal NC State transfer center Camille Hobby who's a starter last year for an NCAA tournament team as well as former top 50 prospect Shea Bolin who didn't play much at Duke last year but big skilled forward similar to Bryn Shoup Hill, who's on this team last year, transferred from Dayton, but two huge additions to the program. And, oh, the high school recruiting is going pretty well as well. After adding two high major guards in the class of 2023 in Gretchen Dolan and Corey Allen, Shauna Green has gone out and landed two more high major players in the class of 2024. Her first in-state get Haven Smith out of Lincoln Way East in Frankfurt, Illinois, and a big one. Barry Wallace, a top 40 prospect, according to ESPN, out of Ohio. Of course, Shauna Green, coming from Dayton, knows that uh, state pretty dang well. So, huge additions this offseason. And, oh, she goes and steals an assistant from a Hall of Fame, all-time great coach, Tara Vandeveer at Stanford, and Brittany Anderson. So, Joey Wagner and I got about 30 minutes with Shauna Green, and she's fantastic. We love talking with her. She does a great job obviously within her program, but also promoting her program. And she gives us great insight on what this offseason was all about for her program, what these offseason additions add, and what the prep recruiting additions, she can't dive into those quite yet, but she can talk about what it means to land some early commits and what Brittany Anderson will add to her staff as well. So Shauna Green is in a miraculous job in one year at Illinois, but she's making sure it's not a one-off with a busy and really successful offseason so far. We dive into that with her next on the Alana Inquirer podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, it is a busy offseason for basketball coaches. We've talked all about it on this podcast, and we've been talking a lot about Illinois women's basketball's busy offseason, a good offseason so far, and kind enough to give us more of her time. It's, it's Shauna Green, Illini women's head coach. Shauna, thanks for joining us. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, well, last time we had you on, Sean, it was basically just talking about how year one, you accomplished a lot on the court. And then I would imagine this offseason is about, okay, how do we parlay that into more success? How do we take the next step as a program? So just take me in. How did you and your staff kind of approach this offseason, and how did you go about executing that strategy? Yeah, you know, after this season, we knew exactly some of the areas that we needed to address in terms of roster. Um, And I thought we just, you know, we attacked that in in the transfer portal and and got a couple uh, kids that, you know, are going to help us in the needs that we obviously needed size. Uh, We needed some depth in the four and the five position. So we went out and and got Camille and, and got Shea. So really excited about those two. Um, and then I think our freshmen are really going to, you know, I'm really excited about Corey and Gretchen and and what they're going to do and, and bring and, and just, you know, I think that they're going to add just, again, more depth to the guard and the wing spot, give us a bigger presence on the wing um, with both being 5'10", 5'11", and, and really both have the ability to score at all three levels. So, you know, that was one of our biggest things is obviously just needed to really address those things in terms of our roster. And then in terms of our own kids that we have right now and, and our returners, you know, really just getting to work in the gym and, 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 and having a, I think we had three or four weeks. I forget exactly how many weeks it was, but just their, their attention to detail, their energy, how they attacked all of our, our postseason workouts. I was just really, really impressed with because as you guys know, it's a long season. And at that point you can just be done with it. But they were so motivated. I love their energy. Um, so overall, it's just it, it's been a really good. It was a really good postseason for us. Sean, I mean, you hope your success on the court translates in recruiting, mm-hmm. uh, but did you have any nerves about that, or like how? What did you learn about the quick buy-in from some pretty top transfers? And and I know can't talk about them here, but but some twenty twenty four recruits like actually yeah. buying into this. You know. I it's just kind of what we've, you know, it's about those relationships. If you look at our 24s, those are kids that we've had long lasting relationships with. Um, if you look at our, you know, the transfers, obviously Camille Hobby, we had recruited at Dayton, knew her, had some familiarity with her. Um, now Shay's a different, Shay Bolin's different because we didn't know her at all. And if you would ask her, she was only looking at schools that really she had a previous relationship with, but then we just really hit it off right away her and I, and, and, and that worked out. So um, no doubt about it though, the winning a little bit this year um, ha- has helped and, and really opened some eyes uh, to some recruits. And, you know, from last summer to this summer, where we're at recruiting and even who, you know, is, is interested, um, it, it's a lot different. And even what we need, you know, last summer, we didn't really know exactly what we had, what we needed, what we needed to address. We just built the roster 
um, and kind of went with it. And now it's just a very clear vision, um, you know, of what we need to get better at in terms of a team and then also what we needed to improve upon, um, you know, in recruiting. With Shay, that's interesting. Like, how do, how's that go? Is it just like a hope? Like, boy, I hope she returns this text or takes this call. Like, if you don't know her, like, how'd that kind of all build up to, to getting yeah. to where you got? You know, again, no previous relationship. We knew some people that, you know, knew her well and, and knew her people well. Um, so, you know, we, we reached out to her, um, and her mom's an AAU coach, um, and, and runs Bay State Jaguars out, out East in mass. So, you know, our assistants and, and myself, we had recruited some of her players before they knew her better than I did in terms of her mom. So, you know, we, we reached out to them, uh, Shay, we, I talked to her in our first conversation, we talked for 45 minutes and that's a long time to, for, to talk to any recruit, especially I, I don't like to be on that, the phone that long. I'm talking to anyone, but I looked down and we, and I was like, Oh my gosh, we've been talking for 45 minutes. Shay. And it was just like, I got off the phone. I went down the hallway and told the assistants, I'm like, I just love this kid and her personality. And, and a lot of our, you know, core values and what she was looking for, we, what we were looking for aligned. So from there, um, it just really, I think then she's like, okay, I want to go visit them. And then from there, it all worked out. Yeah, I know, Shauna, momentum is such a big thing. Um, when you're building a program or maintaining a program, uh, what kind of momentum do you guys feel like you have right now, just what you've done in the season? And then, I mean, it's been a good off season. Like, where are you guys at in that front? I agree with you, Joey. I think momentum's huge. And you've got to keep that momentum, right? No matter what, you just got to continue to – to just have positive energy around what we're doing. And I think we have that right now, even just being on the road this past weekend, um, you know, whether it's college coaches, our, our, our peers, you know, our colleagues, whether it's AU coaches that we can talk to, everyone's like, you know, great season, what you did. Like, so there's just so much talk out there where <laughs> last year when we were out on the road in, in July, you know, I was just hoping that we could win a game and, and not knowing really what, you know, and, and everyone I think was looking at me like, what the hell did you just do? Why'd you take this job and why'd you leave Dayton? Right. So it's funny how things change in, in literally even just, you know, 12 months. So really good energy. Um, I, I think, uh, you know, a lot of people now are like, Hey, Illinois, you know, you can win there and, and, you know, you can go there and have the best of both worlds where, obviously play in one of the best conferences in women's basketball, get an elite education from, you know, such an unbelievable school. And also, you know, go to a place where you're going to have relationships with your coaches and, and we're going to have that family atmosphere. So I want our players to be able to have it all. And I think that that's getting kind of out there. Um, and, and obviously we're not going to get every recruit. We're not going to win every battle. Um, but you know what, we're in those battles that we weren't even able to get into last year. And, and, We've won some of them, and and that's what it's all about, just continuing to climb, continuing to get to that next level and everything that we do every day. Sean, I think anybody who saw your team, obviously bombs away. You guys could could get hot from three and compete with anybody, especially on the perimeter, but behind Kendall, behind Bryn, you, you need a little bit of depth there, and you add one of the, the most highly sought-after centers uh, in the transfer portal, and, and Camille Hobby, I'm wondering if Jen put in a good word for her being a former NC State teammate, but what does Camille give you? What does she allow, not only for you guys to do on the court, but what does she allow for Kendall and for Bryn and everybody? Yes, I mean, getting getting Camille was, was just a huge, huge get for us, you know, just in terms of who she is as a player, who she is as a person, 
um, her experience. I know I've talked a lot about her experience. She's played, I mean, NC State, they won the ACC. You know, they've been in, in big games. She's played against the best that there is in the country. To get someone of, you know, from that high level of a program, she obviously knows how to win. She knows what it what it takes. And and what I love about her is that toughness. She just brings toughness, physicality. Um, and, and as you guys know, I mean, Kendall, we asked Kendall to do so much last year, you know, and, and she did. And, and she's able to play sustained minutes. But imagine now her getting a little bit of a break. Imagine what she'll be like. Imagine how much even more productive she'll be. You know, now we can even have Kendall maybe move to the four spot and, and have, you know, Camille um, at the five and, and now have two really elite rebounders and scores. Um, and that'll give Bryn a break, you know. So we just didn't have the depth, as you guys know, in that four and the five spot, which we saw as the year went on. It really came came to kind of, you know, bite us in the bud. And, and obviously when Bryn and, and Kendall got hurt late in the year, um, we just weren't the same team. So, uh, you know, credit to Bryn and Kendall because, again, they just they do so much for this team. Um, so it's not going to take away anything from them. It's just going to it's going to make them better. It's going to open more up for for everyone. So um, really, really excited to, to see what it looks like and to really just see the versatility that we can have now and, and actually playing some different lineups. Yeah. I know Shea struggled with a little bit with injuries. Didn't play a ton last year at Duke, mm-hmm. but obviously a high pedigree given the the offer she had out of high school, the ranking she had. So, what what do you hope she can add once she gets into the program? Here, you know, I think Shea's uh, someone that's really interesting to me and intriguing because she didn't really play last year much at, at Duke, right? She had some injuries in high school. Um, it's kind of a, a fresh start for her. It's kind of a, a it almost like a genesis where you know. A little bit different because I recruited Jen in high school and I knew exactly what that looked like. Um, where I didn't recruit Shay really in high school, I knew of her. Um, some of the assistants saw her a lot in high school, but it, I didn't spend a ton of time, you know, watching her. But she's obviously capable of doing a lot, and her skill set, um, you know, and her ability to shoot and her her size. I mean, there's a lot of great things there that you cannot teach. So now, you know, just excited to see her get in here see how she is in our system, you know, improve her skill set, um, you know, and have her work with Kylie and, and our nutritionist and to get her in the best shape of her life and, and you know, to see what see what's out there. So I think she's someone that really excites me just because there's some unknown because she didn't play that much. Um, but I think that, shoot, if she can do a little bit of what Genesis did, um, you know, I'll take that. Sean, I know when we talked earlier this offseason, you said bigs and, and posts are probably the most heavily recruited mm-hmm. uh, in the portal, and you go out and land two. Uh, what's the, the magnitude of that for you? And if we would have told you in March or April that you'd be able to land two out of the portal, would you have would you have bought that? You're right. It's so hard. I, everyone, every coach you talk to this weekend, uh, when we're out recruiting and, and talking, it's, you know, we need a big, we need this. We And they're like, but everyone in the country needs a big, right? So it is so, so hard. And all the bigs, they are, they're being recruited by everyone, all the, every school, um, because we all need it. So yeah, to be able to get two, two bigs, two, you know, great size, come from great programs, um, high level players, you know, it just, it, it, it was a huge win for us. You know, they're, you got to try to get wins every single day. And, and those were two really big wins for us uh, because we needed them. We needed them bad. And, and a lot of people were recruiting them. And there was people recruiting them, you know, in our league and top teams in our league. So when I say those are battles, like 
to even be in and now to be able to win some of those battles. Um, I think that's just another step up for us um, as a program overall. So we haven't even gotten into adding Brittany to your staff. Um, that's another really big win for you guys. Well, how did she tell you she was on board? And like, I know Calamity and her had gone back. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they go back quite some ways, but how, how did that all kind of come together there? You know, that's another just kind of thing that just happened organically, really. It was, you know, obviously with Ryan, uh, you know, leaving, and that happened fairly quickly as a lot of these head coaching jobs do. So it was pretty, uh, okay, I'm interviewing, okay, I have the job, okay, I need to hire someone new. So, um, and, and just, you know, talking to some people and, and her name, you know, I'd heard her name a lot and, and her name came up that maybe, you know, she would be interested in getting back closer to home. She's from the East Coast, mm -hmm. obviously at a, at a great program. Um, so she doesn't need to, she doesn't need to look for a new job. Um, and, and we talked and I think that right away, you know, some of our, our values and core values aligned and, and what, you know, she was looking for, what I was looking for then, you know, just continue to talk more. And, and then she wanted to come on campus. So, you know, I, I felt good about it, bringing her to campus and, and just to see everything. And, and really, she's the only one I really, really talked to. So um, got pretty, pretty lucky, really, to, to have someone of her status and, and caliber and experience um, where it just, it really, it just all aligned. I think, I, I really believe timing's key. Um, I also believe in getting her to come if we would have lost last year and, and not had a, I think it's just like recruits. I think, um, you know, it maybe not would have been not as intriguing for her to, to come on board. But I also think, you know, Brittany's been in this business a long time. And when she was at Virginia Tech, we had some, you know, and we were at Dayton, we had some recruiting battles where, you know, we got a couple players she was recruiting and they were recruiting. And I think she's followed kind of us from afar and, and I've kind of followed her along her path. So some things just work out and, and we're super excited to have her, you know, part of our family. And I think she's going to add a lot to us and, and just some new, new ideas too, uh, you know, and, and that's good. You need that sometimes it gives us a kind of a, brought the fresh air and, and get some fresh thoughts and, and, and ideas into here. I was going to say, what it's, what's it like to kind of get maybe an outsider? I mean, you've had a staff that's been together. Uh, what's the value of, of that? Just like I said, I think new ideas, yeah. right? And, and obviously she's won a national championship um, at Stanford, worked for a Hall of Famer there and, and had a really good experience working um, at Virginia Tech for two coaches and obviously for Kenny that just was in the final four. Um, so just, you know, a lot of experience that she has. And, and I think that, you know, it's actually, I'm excited tomorrow we have a, a, a staff meeting where we're actually gonna talk about basketball <laughs> instead of, you know, all we do right now, I feel like is recruiting, recruiting, recruiting. So tomorrow, and, and it's our first meeting and this week we're really gonna dive into, you know, just kind of planning for next year, planning for this uh, off season and, and any things we wanna do differently in terms of X and O's and, and adjust stuff. So I'm excited to hear some of her thoughts on, on what they did because um, we really just haven't had a lot of time to to dive into, you know, what we actually do. And yeah. and that's what people sometimes forget. It's like, you know, this isn't just about sitting around and doing X and O's all day. There, there's a lot more that goes into this. So tomorrow we're going to get to do the fun stuff and, and talk some basketball. But but it's not just fantasy basketball either. You got to coach them up. You got to develop them. You got to get uh, this chemistry. So let, let's talk about that basketball side of it. Um, the great part is you have an experienced team, but you have a core that most of them are going to be here for a couple of years. So 
what's the next step in building as a team? You add new pieces, but you get, you know, your core back. So what's the focus for you guys in the next couple months? Yeah, I think that, you know, in the postseason, it was really just about individual skill work and getting better. And we got to get each player better in the ways that they need to get better. And we had in those individual meetings with our whole staff um, and support staff and laid out really a plan for each individual, individual what they need to improve upon. Um, so we'll continue to do that throughout the summer. But then it's also now that we'll have everyone here, obviously, just the chemistry getting together as a team, being on the court as a team. Um, and now this year we can actually kind of, you know, we can progress a little bit faster where last summer we didn't have, I mean, it, we had to take it so slow. We didn't really do anything in terms of offense or defense, like philosophy. It was more just skill work and fundamentals and terminology. So I think that we have an opportunity to really take, you know, a step to, to get ahead of some things. And, and we'll look at that of, you know, what we want to attack early, but we'll get into more defensive stuff early, you know, offensive tweaks that, that now we can just continue to add to, um, you know, and then also this summer, just looking at playing, you know, people at different positions too, like, like get some experience with Kendall, you know, at the four and, and, you know, Bryn and even Shea maybe at some five and then just get to look at some of that stuff. So I think the biggest thing, though, is our, our chemistry and our team building and our team bonding, because we are going to be a new team, uh, just like last year we were a new team. So how quickly we can come together and feel comfortable uh, together will be a big emphasis this summer. What excites you with Kendall at the four? Like, what can you unlock in her game and then just for you guys as a team broadly? Yeah, I think first off, you know, depending on who we're playing in matchups, I think defensively it's it's good. You know, sometimes they play, you know, in the Big Ten, obviously there's a lot of teams that play a true four player. So now, you know, we can have a five player guarding their five if, if they're a little bit bigger and then having, you know, Kendall maybe on a, on a bigger four. Um, I also want to, like, we're really talking to expand Kendall's, you know, range. Kendall has a beautiful shot. I mean, I watch her in postseason and she doesn't miss, like, you know, from 15, 17 feet. So this summer, you know, talking to her about expanding, if we can get her to hit a three consistently, which she can, but just having the confidence through repetition and, and practice this summer, she can hit that. Even those, you know, Iowa, she was seven for seven. And all those were, a lot of them were uh, were jump shots. And, and so her just having that confidence to do that, I know she's capable of doing it. That adds a whole new element because now you have two, big time rebounders in there. Now, Bryn did a much better job towards the second half of the season of, of really picking up her rebounding. But if you can have, you know, Camille Hobby out there, now you have Kendall out there, you know, two people that are capable of getting double figure rebounds. I think that helps us a lot. So just really working on, you know, trying to get that uh, confidence and, and, you know, footwork and, and everything in terms uh, of Kendall making those, those, you know, 17 footers to threes. Shauna, zoom out a little bit. Um, it's been a little bit more since your one-year uh, press conference there. Like, what surprised you most uh, beyond, like, the on-the-court? I know we've talked so much about that, but, like, what, what surprised you the most about this first year? Uh, man, it feels longer than a year. But uh, <laughs> I guess really I was hoping for it, but I, I guess just the how much people are, like, really – into women's basketball around here now and, and really everywhere I go some like everyone is going to talk to me about about our season and to have that you know energy and again momentum like you said earlier to have people noticing and caring 
uh, about Illinois women's basketball is really, really, that means the most, really, because I think that's what it's all about. So I, I always knew and I believe that's why I took the job that we could have that support. Um, but it was great to see it and feel it. And I'm still like, you know, again, still feeling that everywhere, you know, in the airport flying out uh, the other day, you know, people are coming up and talking to me about the season, taking selfies, you know, I had a little girl come up to me in Louisville yesterday and she's a huge fan and has been to some games and wanted, you know, a picture and, and just those things where like that, and it's not about me, it's about, it's about our kids and, and people recognizing and appreciating what they've done this season. So that's really, I don't know, it, it's surprising, but it, it means a lot because that's what we came here to do. We came here obviously to win games and, and compete for championships, but we came here to, to really hopefully be able to make an impact on this community, make an impact on these young you know girls that come to games and, and see unbelievable role models that we have. And, and we have really great kids um, so that means so much to me. And I think that's been the most rewarding and, um, again, I don't know, surprising, but something that's just really, um, you know, made me feel good. Shauna, I'm not like a, a women's basketball expert, but the, obviously you guys took a, you had a breakthrough year this year, but it also felt like nationally women's basketball had a bit of a breakthrough year, mm-hmm. whether it's Caitlin Clark yes. getting the attention she did LSU, whether you like them or not, it's phenomenal to watch. Yeah. Um, the, the, the attention to it might have changed. Maybe the game hasn't changed, but wh- you've been a part of this your entire life. So I want to ask your opinion about what this last year, maybe last few years, like has it changed for women's basketball? I really think, you know, I think it has been changing, but no doubt this last year felt different. Hmm. Like it was different across, to, you know, I think in the Big Ten, obviously it was my first year, but I've also followed the Big Ten for a long time. The Big Ten this year was different. You look at all the numbers of all the crowds, all the records, you know, the sellouts, numerous schools in, in our conference had sellouts. I mean, that's unbelievable uh, for women's basketball. Um, and then you look on the national level, look at the final four. There has not been a final four with the viewership, with the attention, uh, with the publicity. And it's just so great to see this game really get the recognition that that it deserves. So now we just got to continue to keep it here and continue to grow. And I think it will. I mean, some of the players that, you know, are still – hear the the young players that are out there. I mean, they're just getting better and better and more athletic and bigger. And and I think our game's in a really good spot and and just need to continue to grow it. What do you think has led to that? Is it is it just the opportunity building year after year after year and, and people actually maybe tuning into games saying, hey, this is pretty dang entertaining? Yeah, I think there's a combination of a lot of those things. I think number one, the product has to be good. And, and you have some really good players out there right now. And I think you have to give, you know, Caitlin Clark, you know, Angel Reese, although you got to give them their credit because Caitlin Clark has completely changed women's basketball. I mean, she just has. She's just one of those once in a lifetime, you know, hopefully we'll have more of her, but look at everywhere she goes. People are going to come and watch her, you know, even look at LSU and, and the same thing. They have those personalities. Um, they're competitors. They they play with passion and emotion. And, and I love it. I think that that's you know, it's almost, they're entertainers is what it is, right? They're entertainers and, and they're drawing the crowds and they're really good at what they do. Um, so I don't think we've had just, you know, the, the people either, those type of people and, and, and a lot of them. And I think exposure is key. So now more games are on TV, more people can tune in. 
Um, and you saw that with all the numbers from Big Ten Network, our numbers were off the charts. And then you look at the the final four and, and the viewership of that were off the charts. So uh, again, hopefully we can continue to have just great players to make this game entertaining and, and for people to want to tune in because they want to tune into good basketball. And, and I don't care if it's men or women, they just want good competitive basketball. Shauna, we can't get you out of here without asking about Makaira. She had a big opportunity, obviously, with, with Team Team USA there. Like, what, what's that like to see her have that opportunity? What's it mean for her, for you guys? And what's just yeah. that been like? It, you know, when we got the email inviting her and, and then, you know, making that call, because I was on the road uh, recruiting a, you know, about a month ago when, when we got that invite, and, and to hear her excitement. And, you know, sometimes with Makaira, I always have to, you know, tell her like, hey, this is a really big deal. You know, like when she got All-American, I'm like, Makara, you, she's just so humble and doesn't really get too high or too low. I'm like, you know, this is like, not many people can ever even get invited to USA basketball, you know? Um, and so she was super excited about it. And, and really it, thought it was great because it really focused her into those three or so weeks leading into going out to Colorado Springs. You know, she had a different workout plan than what most people would right now or other kids did because it, they, you know, postseason. But she was trying to prepare. So she had to do extra conditioning. She's in playing pickup. Um, and I really it was it was really cool to see her invest in that attack that. And she went out there and, and you know, played really well and obviously got invited back. So now she's, you know, took a few days off and now is going to start up her prep again to go out there and, and hopefully make the final team. Um, to be able to go to Mexico and play. But, I mean, I think it's the highest honor you can get, right, to, to be able to go out and have an opportunity to represent your country. So, um, again, it's just I think it shows what, you know, I just think back of her, you know, as a freshman at Dayton and, and how far she's come and, and the steps and, you know, overall her as a person, her as a player, it's just amazing to watch and, and, and see her journey and, you know, hopefully we can have her for two more years and, and uh, see a lot more of it because she's a she's a special player. She's a special person and I'm really proud of her. Uh, I know you can't talk about names, but to get some buy in in 24 uh, this summer early, what, what's that do for you guys as you kind of build out this this picture there? Yeah, you know, getting a couple early commitments in 24 has really been important. The, the sooner you can get them because we have such a big class in the 25 class. Um, because that is if if let's say all those guys Kendall, Jen, Makaira, if they take that COVID year, that's so that would be the 25 class. So we have like five or six scholarships, you know, that we're going to need, and obviously you're going to replacing pretty much your core. So that 25 class for us is is critical. So now with getting those early 24 verbals, now we can go in and like this past weekend, I really watched a ton of 25s where. Last summer we were playing catch up, you know, all through the year we're playing catch up and trying to, you know, get in on, on, on 24s. We were trying to complete a roster last year at this time uh, for the for this year. Um, so it really just helps us and, and gets us in a better position for that 25 class, which is going to be just a huge, huge class where we need to bring in some players that are capable of playing right away because you are losing um, you're losing a lot of points, a lot of experience, and a lot of leadership in, in that core group. And last one for you. You got a first pitch coming up. Is that right? How's the first pitch game? You know, I, I did it last year. I thought that was going to be my, you know, one time. <laughs> and I guess no one wants to do it because they asked me again. And I said, I'll do it. You don't have to twist my arm to go out, go to Wrigley and, and uh, go to a game and throw out a first pitch. So 
Um, luckily, my my son, he's been he's playing baseball, so I'm out there playing catch with him. Uh, pretty much, well, whenever I can, I, I'm out there playing catch with him. So, but I will say, last year when I did it, that was a heck of a lot longer than I had practiced because <laughs> I th- I threw from the rubber. So I said, if I'm gonna do it, I'm throwing from the rubber, and it's a lot longer than than what I thought. So I. We'll use my uh, past experience and, and hopefully be able to throw a better uh, better ball this year and, and get a strike over the plate. So I was is he say, going with you? Is he going to uh, Wrigley with you? Yeah, yeah. That's they nice. uh, they came last year as well. So and it was cool. You know, Andy and Mateo got to come down on the field and and uh, you know when I did it. So it was pretty. It, it was pretty cool for them. I was going to say, the Illinois people doing pretty good. Josh Cruz and Keith Randolph both threw strikes from what I saw. So no pressure, coach. I know, I know. It's you know, I wasn't nervous at all last year until literally I was walking out there. I'm like, okay, really, like there's, I, I got to get this over. I can't be in, my competitive juices start going. I can't, I can't be the one that like holds onto the ball too long and it goes flying. And so I'll be ready to go. Shauna Green, Alana women's basketball coach. Uh, best of luck moving forward. You've been you killing it so far on the court, now off the court. We always appreciate the time, and all the fans really appreciate the insight into your program. No, thank you guys for all you do. You guys are awesome. You're the best, and, and great being on with you. Great stuff as always uh, from Shauna Green, kind enough to give us 30 minutes of her time. She just got back from the recruiting trail, uh, but uh, willing to give us the time to talk to you guys, right? I mean, that's why they talk to us, so they can talk to the fans. And uh, I think the fans have been really supportive. They they love a winner, and they love you know a competitive team, and that's that's what we're finding out with, with women's basketball. And if you watched Illinois women's basketball last year when they were fully healthy, especially right when Big Ten play started, boy, are they fun to watch. Just bombs away from three. Got a little nicked up towards the end of the year. Weren't quite the same team. And they obviously needed to address depth in the post. And now she's done that. So Makaira Cook has potentially two more years of eligibility left for Illinois women's basketball. Um and she's an all-American guard, right? Kendall Bostic graduated already, but she's got two years of eligibility left. Adalia McKenzie, all-Big Ten guard, two years of eligibility left. Uh, and you keep adding these pieces to it. Brent Shupil, two years of eligibility left. Shea Bowen uh, has three years of eligibility left. Like Illinois women's basketball could be good for a while here. You know, Camille Hobby and Jada Peebles leave after this next year, but you know, if they make another NCAA tournament, which is not easy, especially when you're playing in the Big Ten. Uh, Illinois, you know, still, obviously, they're going to have a target on their backs now. They're not going to be looked over maybe like they could have been early last year. Uh, it's it's difficult to make the NCAA tournament. It doesn't happen all that often in this program's history. So following that up and making another tournament would be fantastic to see, and I think it would really legitimize uh, this program. Uh, but this has been a really legitimizing, reinforcing, whatever word you want to say, off season for what is – great hire by Josh Whitman. I mean, Shauna Green, what she's done here, but to foul a strong season up on the court with this in recruiting uh, and and this in offseason and this with the coaching staff, I think, you know, you you get one of your assistants hired away, which is a negative most times, but it's also a positive because obviously Ryan Gensler is a man that's wanted, right? Like Calamity McIntyre at some point is probably going to get hired away as a head coach. Illinois women's basketball hasn't had that in a long time. Uh, and then to be able to hire someone of, of Brittany Anderson's caliber and background and, and where she was, it's just very legitimizing, reinforcing offseason for this program. So I think Josh Whitman hit home run there, and Shauna Green's obviously proving herself to be um, 
a great coach, a great coach, one that certainly was deserving a Big Ten Coach of the Year. Didn't get it. Indiana's coach Terry Moran deserved it as well. Uh, that's that's a shame of those. The only one deserve it, but if, if you, Shauna Green certainly deserved it. Um, so that, that's pretty amazing for for Illinois women's basketball and where the program had been. So thank you to Shauna Green for her time. Thank you to Joy Wagner's done a fantastic job covering the program. I'm sure he'll have some stories about this. Uh, from Shauna Green as well. So you can read that at IlliniInquire.com. Thank you to everybody for listening to the Illini Inquirer podcast. Give us a follow, rating, review wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to us, like us on Facebook, hit that notifications bell as well, and support us. It uh, helps us out immensely. So if you can take out 10 seconds of your day, I'll pause. No, I won't. But uh, take out 10 seconds of your day, do those things. We really appreciate it. Everybody have a great day. Take care of each other. We'll talk to you next time right here on the Online Choir Podcast. Bye, everybody. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.